but the kiss was so fucking sloppy <laughs> i had to i had to push him off of me for a second and wipe my mouth what up guys welcome to episode 12 yeah tea and a spliff mm. i'm nemi I'm Courtney. I'm Jael. And today, we gonna be talking about your ix, exactly. Cause, wait a second. Wait, before we talk about ix, we're gonna talk about Courtney's screensaver. Is your screensaver Maya Jama in her bikini? It is, it is Maya Jama in her bikini. And people somehow keep, keep thinking it's me. I was like, boy, if, you, if this was me, I'd be very happy. She, she looks let banging. me see. She's wearing a trap star bikini. Listen, trap star is becoming the one, isn't it? She really is looking like a sauce, a sauce pot. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about X because we put out questions on, a, we put out a questionnaire. Yeah, we did like polls on our individual Instagrams and we got did. like a nice array of your X. Some of them are just crazy. Some of you have like very, a lot of standards. I mean, it's okay. It's a bit judgmental, Yeah, actually. some people some... really were hashing out past relationships in the icks. Yeah, trauma. <laughs> specifically. But I mean, talking about icks, I feel like people having their own picture as their screensaver is an ick of mine. Having themselves? Yeah, having yourself as your screensaver. Yeah. Like, why? I've never seen guys have that. And girls. also getting tattoos of your own name on yourself. Like, why? Do people do that? Yeah. yeah. They do. What? <laughs> That's crazy. People do that. And I'm just like, why? Are you going to forget your name? Is that your identification I've tag? I've never seen anybody tattoo their own name on them. Imagine that. Let me. <laughs> on my forearm. Of that, yeah. Um, I, I think an ick is, I, I think the ick for putting your picture up as your screensaver is, is well, a good choice. Yeah, I think like if you it's just, a good ick. If you know you're gonna give me your number, you lift up your phone and I just see your face, and I'm just gonna be like, nah. <laughs> Weird, but people, yeah, I think it's more women though. To be fair. Yeah, probably, but it's just weird. We got some interesting ones, didn't we? Yeah, I got loads. Some of them literally had me dying. It some was of them definitely were a bit like, controversial. Yeah, and it was like our most popular poll that we've ever done because we both, all three of us got like. Is a it not the response. only poll we've ever done? Well, no, we've done, like, <laughs> we've done other questions that didn't have as much response. Yeah. Keep Jeez. up to date with our socials. So I ain't gonna lie, I, did, <laughs> I didn't partake in those other polls, but I did partake in this one and I did get some answers, so let's go. Let's go. Give us some controversial ones. Um, <clears throat> Controversial one, um, not having a good relationship with his mum. Because that's not always, like, you never know what the case is, what's going on with that. That's not an ick, though. That's like a red flag. Okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> we need some icks that are, you know, Okay, so, so oh, you said before you ones. Before you continue, though, I think we should, because we are going to talk about red flags a bit later on in the podcast, so we'll do a definition. An ick is something surface level. Yeah, something yeah. that just makes you kind of want to step back and be like, ew. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that grossed me out. You can still pursue the person, but yeah. it's not like a red flag, where red flag are like things that should 
kind of really stop you from seeing that person. Or yeah, run away from. Yeah. Yeah, and it is is the only time in a relationship that you can think, I can fix this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you might not stick, want to. If that ick sticks for too long, yeah. then you might want to, you know. Bounce. Bounce, because it happens. It's Sometimes like... Sometimes you can't, like, overlook the ick. Sometimes you just get grossed out by someone and then you just can't see them any other way. It's like the physical manifestation of, you know, when people don't like cotton wool being rubbed uh, together between yes. their fingers. Yeah, I don't like I, that shit. Or someone no, scraping no, no. their fork on their plate. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Ooh. That's what a nick is. That is like, yeah. They, yeah. they have the same energy. Yeah, yeah. it's the yeah. same energy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, I from from the poll that I put out on my Instagram, I got a lot of um dirty fingernails, long fingernails. Yeah, I think a yeah, lot of mine were hygiene. hands. It was like fingernails and then um having small hands. Yes. A lot of people seem bothered by Yeah, I don't small like hands. I like a guy with like big rough hands. A few calluses. Yeah, because then I know you've been at the gym. Do you know what I mean? Got some working man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah working hard. Like, I have calluses, so you should have calluses. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you don't like smooth, artistic hands. I mean, I guess they could be smooth on top, yeah? On the top. Yeah. What about, like, when males get manicures? Do you like that idea? Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm not really into, like, men painting their fingernails. It's not for me. No, I'm not into that either. But a manicure, I like, yeah, someone that, like, puts in some self-care. I truly don't have a problem with, like, a man painting his nails. I feel like, do you? What colour would you like your man to paint his nails? I feel like the nails could be, like... Blue. Black. (laughs) Or maybe white, if we're going to be adventurous. Obviously not, like, a a colour. I feel like a colour, I'd be like, that's a bit too far. But I don't really mind when you see people. Maybe I just watch too much, like, RuPaul's Drag Race, but... Mm. I feel like I wouldn't mind. I've never dated anyone that painted their nails, but I feel like you could, I could, could do with it. This is a word for Rashad. Go and paint your nails. <laughs> I think I could. New. I think I could deal with it, but I don't think it's my preference. Yeah, it wouldn't be like I would. Imagine going to like the nail that. salon with your guy. Like, no, people... I'm thinking more like you do it at home, yeah. not like oh, yeah. hon, let's go to the nail salon Imagine. together. I'm gonna get my nails painted blue. Yeah, that's a bit further than I thought. It. I just thought like you know we're at home. Maybe I paint your fingernails. That'll be yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, babe, I like that color you have. Because let me like put for that me, on. I really like doing like Rashad's feet. I'll be like, yo, come let me like cut your toenails or like. I like to cut something. Like, I like, yeah, I like that stuff. I like, do. Even with Giselle, I'd be like, grab her hair feet, like, let me cut your toenails. And <laughs> the best thing is having kids, because kids, you have to cut their, their nails and their toenails, and it's just a great feeling. But the thing is, I'm actually really freaked out by feet, but I don't mind cutting, like, certain people's toenails. Like, I'll cut Giselle's or Rashad's, but don't ask me to go any further. But it's not an ick. No. Mm. Mm. I think the long thing, you know, when men have the long pinky. Oh my god, Giles! Had I didn't this on her. know that that was for drugs. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't know she that. Didn't know. So like somebody said that I did that it. Was I was one of their icks. Somebody was like, they hit the long pinky nail, and I was like, it's for coke, right? What's that even yeah. for? And then Courtney so they was like, yeah, that's like... for cocaine. But to be fair, it might not always be for that because my dad had a long finger. It might be to like scratch oh, your ear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. I didn't realise there was other... Yeah, there, there are obviously <laughs> other people that do it. Like, you know, you might just want to scratch your scratch ear real inside good your eardrum. That's still gross. <laughs> or like, dig your nose. I don't know, but some people have it. And like, I've seen it on older people that I would assume 
aren't doing court that you can't ever really assume for anybody but yeah it's quite clever though I to have a long you. fingernail for coke because then you don't have to like get your key out or like whatever else you do what do yeah, you do true. that little bottle thing with the little scoop <laughs> okay let's <laughs> <laughs> tv um let's go into some of the icks that yeah. i had give us some of your icks because you said some you had of these a lot. made me laugh so one of them was um a beat up tooth toothbrush <laughs> like imagine going in there and they've got like that crazy ass toothbrush with, what like, they've flat. had it for like a year yeah that's like flat down on all the bristles yeah <laughs> yeah that's not um, great seeing bum cracks i hate this one when i think you... it's very unnecessary very unnecessary just, like, especially at the gym i see some guy's bum crack and i'm like no <laughs> what i don't understand about that is like do they not feel that it's out we, so, like my bum crack was out yeah yeah i would know and it slays down and you can like feel it getting to that point you know to pull it back maybe up. they just like the breeze on their butt crack <laughs> maybe it's just don't give a fuck probably but yeah, yeah that would gross i wouldn't ever because do you know what that shows me lack of awareness and uh, that's not for me that's not for you babe. no it's not for me Mm-mm. um being late being late that is that's almost like a yellow flag for me because explain becomes, to our listeners what a I, yellow flag is so they're like not quite red flags but they're things that you should be wary about they're almost like an ick but a stage it's, it's like the stage like a, in between an ick it's like and when an ick red. is consistent it's like a soft red flag because like if <laughs> I'm like quite like like (laughs) quite punctual. So if someone's late all the time, that's gonna kill my vibe. Imagine sitting. um, Actually, this is funny. Like you know, Mike that was on the show. We went for food one time. He was an hour late. I was (gasps) there for an hour. You stayed for an hour. Wow, I would have left after like twenty minutes. (laughs) No, he got confused of directions because he's not really from London. Listen, I'm calling him out. I don't want to listen to this, but (laughs) they say it. But really, they're at home getting ready still. Yeah. Anyways. What else? Drinking out of a straw. A man drinking out of a straw. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. That's like mine, how I said, when you go to drink from the straw and you miss and it, it just turns oh, was that one of the side. That was one of the eggs. That's what someone gave me. Just drinking out the short straw. A man drink. drinking out of a straw. No, the one that made me laugh was the tomato sauce on the corner of their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so specific. Dried tomato sauce around the mouth. That is funny though. I'd hate that. He's just like walking around with food on his face. Like, what? Have you not looked in the mirror, bro? Yo, that's like people with beards that don't take care of themselves and like just have food or like sauce uh, in their fucking beard and they're just walking around with it. Yeah, I've never, I've never encountered you these need things. To be self-aware and oh my check. god, flip phone cases. <laughs> oh my god, flip phone cases. That is for parents and parents only. Not but one people. of my best friends has a flip phone case. She, okay, so you're biased. But... She loves it. I know. I always tell her, mate, get get rid of the phone case. But <laughs> she's not into it. She's like, it it protects my phone. <laughs> I can keep my cards in there, you know. Okay, so she's more practical. Yeah, she's but when she practical. goes to take a picture and she has to open the flap and then <laughs> hold it like yeah, like this, so. like, like a mum, like, like yeah, with your little book. And my mum is literally always on to me about getting a flip phone. <laughs> You're like, mum, it's not my time yet. I'm no, not that old. It will never be my time. I don't think. No, that's when you officially step into like adult adulthood. You know how you're like a young adult and then you're an adult adult. <laughs> 
yeah no it's not for me I'm but yeah dead. that's that's uh, yeah okay this one was a good one um if a whole wardrobe is plt boohoo and that oh, no yes. one likes a sheep or if she's an influencer oh I... so he's saying he doesn't like he's I, I spoke to him about this actually and he said it was more less actually about the brands which i mean doesn't really make sense because he mentioned the bad brands but you know how like a lot of people have the same look and they just like you know, just like follow influencers, and a lot of girls literally just wear the same shit. Like there's a certain style people wear. But I think people that's like, just whole fashion goals. Like, yeah. Because if you look back at pictures of the seventies, you know it's the seventies because of what they had on. So it's the same thing that's going on now. Like you'll know it's the twenty tens because of what people had on. It's yeah. Just how trends go? You. I know. <laughs> I. I kind of get that though because. I do think everybody's starting to look the same. But it's not just the way they dress, it's also, like, their face. Yeah, that's, that's like, the plastic surgery and stuff. Yeah. That aspect and... of it, exactly. But, like, the fashion part is just a tale of all the time. Like, that's just how people go. You just go through trends in different times. And when certain brands are big, obviously more people are going to flock to it. It's not really being a sheep to wear something that's, like, trendy at the moment. Cause yeah. Do you know what? I don't really think I'm into men that are, like, fashion. I don't think that's my thing. No, I'm, I'm the same. Either. But then they also can't dress bad either. I'm also not super into people that mm. are into like social media. Like you know how you know he's gonna be a good boyfriend if he has like thirty followers and like his profile pictures like him with a fish. Like that's just the, <laughs> that's just a stereotype of like boyfriend on social media. I kind of think men are cringe on social media. Yeah, they I, are. Yeah, it's not for me. I mean, mm. it, it has to be for me because everyone has it. But like. I just always think men's Instagram pages are banter. Like, yeah, they're funny. They're not fun. <laughs> they're, well, they're I, funny, but they're not fun. Yeah. I think it's kind of weird when guys don't have social media, though. What? Like, nothing at all. I prefer it. But I used to be a non-social media, so, like... You just said it like it was just... But I, like, I mean, I agreed with Jael. Like, if they are going to have it, can you be, like, not bait? You have to be. I couldn't be what with about... someone. I couldn't be with someone that's really bait on the gram. Like had crazy like amount 20 of followers. Twenty plus, twenty k plus followers. Yeah, yeah, and like I have seen. Literally, like... I remember going to the beach and they were like these people that obviously were very heavy on social media. I didn't know them, but like the boys were just like posing and just getting people to take pictures, and they weren't having fun. And I'm just like, I could not be with someone yeah. that wanted to do that. Like, that would not be my life because I'm not going to be taking your pictures for Instagram. But then it's like, on the flip side, though, it kind of would be fun because then they could take your picture, you could take theirs, and then you could just curate your Instagram feeds and, like, that could be a whole vibe. Just be an Instagram couple. Yeah, I guess it would have to be, like, I'm into that for him to be into that. But me, just by myself, I'm I'm not going to be your photographer. That's long. I hear you, but someone's got to take pictures of me at the end of the day. So. Well, yeah, that too. But then I also hate, like, asking men in general to take pictures of me. Same. Is it embarrassing? I feel like it's quite embarrassing. It's weird. And then, like, and also it's annoying. they don't get the angles or, like, they chop off your feet or, like, part of your head. Like, something always goes on. And they're, like, the coughing and puffing. And I'm just like, if this is just not fun for you, I'd just rather not do it. It's yeah, just like, it you're just going to be aggy like, about it. I need, like, you know when a girl takes her picture, she'll hype you up and be like, oh, yeah, like... Stick yeah. on your hip or turn your head. Work. Like, you get into it. Mm-hmm. And then men are just like, oh, 
click click is this fine and this, this is, is why like, my ride or die reese always gets the angles and he did never complain he may huff a little bit but he never complains so that's the thing like i feel like Giselle has spoiled me because i literally reese remember so i was at a pool and i wanted a picture and Giselle literally planked across the water like she was halfway on the side of the pool and halfway across the water holding the phone up trying to get the right angle that's the energy you need you and that need was like that. dedication i don't know how she got herself to plank and hold my phone and not drop in the water but somehow she did it and she had her little feet like hooked into the holes in the wall so that she was just like stiff across the pool that is the energy i always need because i feel so stupid asking people to take my photo for me and then having to have it taken i don't know why what's that about maybe it's my own friends self-conscious. though yeah like that happens to me sometimes i'll go and like if everybody's taking pictures i'll be like oh take a picture of me and then when it's my turn i'm just kind of like oh. i don't know what to and do yeah and then i just stand there and i'm like okay take it quick and then they'll take it and it's really ugly and mm. then they'll be like is this good and i'll be like yeah it's fine and then just never <laughs> post it and then you don't have a photo yeah that's lol. that's me what other icks did you guys get um some of my icks were like people just more um emotionally invested in the icks so I had some like um about not communicating. I had some about bad hygiene, the obvious pinky nail. Oh, I had this one girl that was talking about men that are aggressive. Like she went on a first date with this guy and he wanted to fight someone that asked to share their table when they were at a restaurant on a Friday. What? And she was like, Is this a red flag or not? And then like I feel like if you're being aggressive on the first day and want to fight someone, yes, yeah. this is a red flag and not an ick anymore. Mm. Yeah, like any aggressive behavior. Like, like wants nope. to show their power. Oh, and then I had like the pants too tight or sagging super low. Yeah, so. I don't like the skinny jeans vibe. But men wear, men like a skinny jean. Why? Is that not uncomfortable on their But I'm, nuts? I'm, I mean like I'm picturing <laughs> it as the super skinnies, not just like the usual skinny jeans. Yeah, like, like, like I'm talking about like the ones that look like jeggings that they literally you have to picture them like jumping in the morning to get into to get it pulled up like can you just imagine no. you know how like when you are wearing like a like a tight pair of jeans you have to like stick in your feet and then pull it over your heel and then like i don't i don't even wear shit like that anymore because that is but just long. imagine like men doing that in the morning just jumping Fuck to get one all of, of that jeans. shit <laughs> nah there's a lot i've got a lot of ones about like going on dates so there's one like when you leave, when you're on your date and leave your man to eat on his own and he continues eating, that's an ick. Like, what? <laughs> that's a shit ick. <laughs> I know. And then there was this one. <laughs> this is actually quite funny when he, when they try and get the waiter's attention, but they get ignored. <laughs> <laughs> so they're probably like, hi. And then just like. Oh. Mine would be when men have like, um, when they eat with their mouth open. Oh my gosh. That's a big. That's yeah, that's annoying. Messy eaters as well. There's like, I mean, messy fair eaters. enough. You're having like a burger or wings, like you, you'll get messy, but then there's like a way you can contain it to some extent. You're just eating with your mouth open. Eating with your mouth open. And then you've got the stain. Like also, like, you know, you're eating, like, some men just feel comfortable to just belch. Oh. Like, bro, get it together. Yo, or spitting. Yes. I spitting. cannot stand it spitting why one was why mine i hate doing... when guys spit on the street as that's well. what i mean yeah. spitting on the street like it's very unnecessary behavior but in your mouth is that a different 
I don't, I don't like that. Do you like that? That's not for me. I, I like sometimes it happens. I quite like it. It happens, and I go along with the flow. But like, it's actually fucking disgusting. That's never happened to me. And the thought of it, I'm just like, ew. No one's ever spat in your mouth. No, I don't think I want. And you have to pretend to like you're this like dirty whore. Like, yeah, like it. But like, actually, no, it's like disgusting. <laughs> no, I quite like it. <laughs> Anyways, like, it's actually off topic. <laughs> I like someone who put, this person that put when they blink and you can hear it. That was me. Oh. That was, that's, that's definitely Wait, did you put me. that on both of us? No, no I just screenshotted. A screenshot of yours. Oh, but, I like that. No, definitely the, the audible wet blinks are disgusting. I've just never heard that. <laughs> I hate a wet kiss. Mm. I remember when I was 16 and I had my first kiss and it was with this man who was a significant amount of years older than me. But the kiss was so fucking sloppy, <laughs> I had to I had to push him off of me for a second and wipe my mouth. And then you continued. And then I continued because I was first, 16. It was your first yeah. kiss as well. And I had traveled to Brimsdown. And if you don't know where Brimsdown is, where the fuck it's is in that? the arse end of nowhere. It's like far, far, far Enfield. So you went that far? I went, a 16-year-old went <laughs> to Brimstown in Enfield, far, far, far away, to go to this man's house. That's so inappropriate. Like, I look that back and I so... think, what the actual fuck were you doing? What was he doing? What was going on? Hello, police. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just like, I need to call my parents on myself. Uh... What was I doing? No, for real. And I remember, like, going to see meet him at work, and he's... I was 16, he was 24. Oh, wow. That is quite a large yeah. age difference. Why so would funny. you do that at 24? <laughs> weird, man. Fucking weird. Yeah, but that's just like the pedophilia that nobody talks about. When you're like thinking they're a teenager, so it's okay. Like, yeah, they're like just legit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so sloppy kisses like that are just, just not for me. Nah, that's quite good. Just It can't happen. When he gets dressed and he puts the t-shirt on. Have I, have I said this one? Have I? No, no. I'll say let's start that again. When he gets dressed and he puts his t-shirt on first and then leaves nothing on the bottom half. <laughs> Oh, and he's just it's got just... his willy out. Yeah. <laughs> you can just see the little just flopping all it. about. Yeah. <laughs> it's always bottoms first. But then I think, what do I do for myself? It's different for girls. Or it's right? boxes first. Oh, yeah. You don't just like. Yeah, you put your you... boxes on and put your top on. And then it's usually continue. underwear first and then whatever else, not like t shirt. <laughs> and then your and willy's just, just hanging out. That one actually <laughs> kills me. Just like a little flapping about. Oh, you have to do the book one. The, the turning the pages. What licking your finger? Yeah, and you pages. lick your finger. To yeah, I do that though. I do that too. <laughs> but I think it's like a, that's, such that's a like a family ick, thing though. Because like... my dad's always done that, so that's why I, think, I do it. But I think most people do that because how else do you? Yeah, like, otherwise the page. Like, you're, you're fumbling just, around, yeah. just trying to turn the turn the page. The <laughs> yeah. When what they the say hee hee over text. 
mine is the puppy dog eye emoji. Oh my gosh! Or the the monkey. The, yes, the like the covering, covering the eyes. eyes one. Like, oh my god! You imagine a guy saying that to you? Yeah, I just picture that as like I'm so shy. Like that's literally what that emoji says. I to ain't me. into all of that. I ain't gonna I lie. I hate it. That's not for me. I don't like not? shy men. Shy men are not for me. Oh my god, no, you're, so stupid. you're always yeah. making like all the conversation, and it's just like you're not even hate. that. But just when you're like. I don't like when, say, I'm with you or we've gone out together or whatever and you're shy, like, and we're out. Yeah, like, speak to, speak to my friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't have to be extrovert, but, like, Or when they're be even able too to shy talk. to, like, call the server when you're out, like, they can't call yeah. the server over and they're just like, oh, you do it. I hate Oh, no. You've got to be assertive, like you know? Got to be assertive. I it's think one important. of my icks that, like, I fully would not talk to somebody is eating chewing gum constantly. Like that really bothers me. Just the sound of it, the thought of it, the th- like how it's always under shit when you like put your hand under a table in public. There's fucking chewing gum. Like just chewing gum in general is an ick for me. Like why? It just creeps me out. I've touched it enough times under seats to Ooh. never want to see it again in my life. Ooh. And then like the wet chewy sound it makes when you're chewing it. I just I just can't. I can't. I like gum. Yeah, Nemi's a gum, like... I'm not anymore, though. I just used to chew it loads because of my eating disorder and I didn't want to eat, so I just used to fucking bang out like a pack in a half an hour. I mean, and plus my parents were always (laughs) telling me that, like, when you're chewing it, you're releasing your stomach acids and it's going to give you ulcers. Yeah, it's not great for you. I'm one of my friends, shout out to you, you know who you are. (laughs) She, we, we used to go through phases of eating loads of chewing gum, so we were like, I don't know, maybe... in our teens, like secondary school. And so she chew, she's, she, one day we were together and she coughed up something and it stank. It stank, it really stank. And then we thought, we noticed that it was gum that she had swallowed and they'd got stuck at the back of her throat and was just chilling there. And it just reeked of like decay. Oh, she just coughed it up. Yeah, good times. So gum. That's like gum's my not mother. I think maybe like I'm traumatized by my mommy because she has this thing where she believes that if you eat chewing gum, you have to eat the whole packet at one time. Like she wants it to be a big ball. That's who I am. I'm that person it. too. That, and that just disgusts me. But it hurts. It's not good for your jaw. Yeah, like, it really I don't hurts. think it's good for anything. Like, why are you doing that? What's wrong with you? I think it's a sim. It's a symbolization. That's not a word. It's a, <laughs> it's an example of an all or nothing mentality because you can't just have one or two. You have, have to, to have, have all. all ten pieces of chewing gum right now. That just seems like that alone would get you diagnosed with a mental illness. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not great and not great for your body either. But um, what about red flags? We're gonna move on to the red flags. Yeah, I feel like red flags. They're a lot deeper. You know what I mean? Have you ever come across... Have you ever noticed a red flag and kept going? Yeah, definitely. I definitely Yeah. Have. Or, like, they start off as the yellow flags and you think that it's something you can look past and then just, like, over time it is overbearing and you're like, yeah, I actually can't do this and then it becomes, like, an actual red flag. Like, it went from the yellow to the orange to the red and you're just like, yeah... <laughs> but is it really it can't i mean it has to always be a red flag no but i feel like at a point like you know when a relationship is new you know how people will like make jokes and be like oh 
when I first met him, he used to chew really loudly and like it didn't bother me. But then a year into the relationship, I can't stand to eat with him and like we have to eat separately because it just pisses me off yeah, that much. Like they that. can grow. Like, yeah, you can grow flags into can it. grow into a red flag. So yeah, it doesn't it necessarily have to be something terrible, but it just becomes overbearing for you. Like the chewing, like that's not something bad or abusive, but it's just much yeah. to deal with. I imagine someone asked you, so why did you break up? Like what happened with your last partner? And you're like, they just chew really fucking loudly and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I tried, I really tried for a whole year and I couldn't do it. Imagine that. And you'd just be like, that's some petty shit. Yeah, but for them that was, you know, their wits end. They're just like, God, I can't take it anymore. I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving. Mm. I keep chewing too loudly. You should have thought about that before you had a kid. <laughs> Um, I think a really great one to talk about is um, when people give you too many compliments from the get-go. Yeah. Because it happens a lot. Yeah, I just think it's a bit, it's like love bombing almost. Like you're trying, just trying too much almost. Yeah, you putting someone else. on a pedestal right from the beginning. Like, and it also kind of makes me feel like you're not looking deeper than surface. Like, you know when they just keep telling you you're beautiful and whatever and that's the majority of the conversation. Like it comes up a lot. I'm just like, do you not, think about any of my other attributes like are you just stopping at what i look like and that's the main focus for you because mm. that's not yeah i also feel I'm those are the people that also like rush into that's another one like r- try and rush into relationship too fast and like make you his girlfriend like say like after like a few weeks some people do that or they're like do people do that because i don't know anybody that does some people yeah but they're the people that are just psychos no they're definitely people that do that but... my friends my friend went through a similar situation with that which you know about um and like that's crazy to me when she was like saying all these things i'm like who actually wants to do that but it's because they want to possess you and like have that over you do i mean to talk about that in uh the celebrity culture that's going on right now is kanye and julia fox (laughs) yeah like they're just been together a minute literally a whole minute one whole minute and like just like a clone of kim yeah that's why (laughs) I was talking about in the car today. What was it with you? Yeah. You weren't there. And I was like, is Kanye having a episode? An episode. He's having an episode, isn't he? It's, I don't know what's going on. Like, and I just... You know, this Julia Fox girl, she's got BPD, which is bipolar personality disorder. So they're like in it together. Yeah, so like they're both having episodes together at this point. That's why like they're just... They're just there, like kissing each other. And she thinks this is like... I don't really know, obviously know what's going on with this Julia Fox. So she thinks it's a really good idea getting into this relationship with, like, with him. And like he's like obviously dressing her, and they've come in a matching outfit to Paris Fashion Week. I think it's Paris Fashion Week. I think I just seen, and they're both wearing denim, denim which is like yeah. a copy and paste. And he like didn't he just say a minute ago that he wanted Kim back? Like literally, literally yeah, like, a day before. Yeah, something like that. But he's been like, while he was saying that, he was with her already. So everybody was just like, what's even happening? And then with the whole like birthday party thing, when he was talking about it, he was still with like Julia and then saying like, oh, he wants his family back. He wants to see his children. And it's just going very downward. I don't understand what's really going on with him. Hella red flags. So many red flags happening in the building here. Like he on her, she wrote in this little essay. That's a red flag in itself that she wrote an essay about meeting Kanye and being on two dates with him. But 
she wrote that like they went out somewhere and they went to a restaurant and they like did a photo shoot in the restaurant. Yeah, and then it got put in a magazine. What? And then it got put in a magazine and then he took her to a hotel suite and had like the the whole suite full of like a new wardrobe for her and made her throw out her her wardrobe. Her or other wardrobe. So it's so it literally just happening what happened to Kim. What's a- <laughs> Yeah, he, he threw out all her old stuff as well. Yeah, she, and I was literally telling Nemi like it was a big deal. People were talking about it that she came out for the first time in like years not wearing Yeezys. Like she's mm. had on normal trainers. Yeah. And everybody was like, that. oh my God, I have not seen Kim Kardashian like not in Yeezys since Kanye. But then I guess she was... <sighs> She's supporting her husband. She was supporting her husband. Yeah, but I think they're supporting and then there's just like being manipulated because you can support him and wear his brand sometimes. It doesn't have to be like exclusively that's what you wear. Mm. And he kind of had her like a little Barbie that she was just like wearing all his clothes and not really having her own sense because look at how she's dressing now. It's completely different. You know that a lot of the outfits. I'm not loving her style now. Well, I mean, it's hers. She's I know. So I think ugh, it's hard, isn't it? Because he did ele- he elevated her in the fashion game for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. I'm not loving what she's coming out with now, <laughs> but like, I wonder if Kim looks back and thinks that was a fucking red flag when he <laughs> went through my whole closet and told me to get rid of eighty percent of it. That's another red flag. Just people being controlling, yeah, like, jealous, controlling behavior, stuff like that. Like, I think it just all ties into the whole what could eventually turn into abuse, these things that people mm. ignore from the beginning. I, th- I think that controlling your partner's wardrobe is already abusive. Like, it's not oh my God, physically yeah. abusive, but it is controlling and abusive to tell them, like, you can't put that on, go and take it off and put on this. Like, yeah. if I had a partner that did that, no. <laughs> what about when, like, a partner gets upset or not upset, but, like, has a little bit of a problem about you wearing something when you go out and you're not around they're not it around, depends because i think a lot of people say like if they were dressing like that when you met how can you change them now you're together yeah i think true. there is like even when you get in a relationship i think there is a type of level you do dress like you're not gonna really go like if you go out say one of those dresses where it's like a thong and it's sheer and you show your whole like i get that i think there is still some type of modesty you do have if you're in a relationship because yeah but if you're gonna wear that like yeah. from mm-hmm. say for me i'm not wearing that out if I'm single or not. Yeah, you know I know, I mean? but I'm just saying in this example. Right, yeah, if it's what I used to do before, but I feel like when you get into the relationship, there's certain, like, you'll cover yourself a little bit more. Like, you don't have to change your style or anything. It's just, like, as the relationship You wouldn't be, like, as thotty, you, example. Yeah. like, Because you're not, like, single anymore, so you're not out here living your hot girl life. Like, it's still hot girl life, but just not as much. I think things just change, and then, like, your partner can't really complain, though, if you do want to keep dressing like that, because that's how they met you. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's my own choice to wear what I want to wear. You can't change it. So it's, like, up to you, the person that is dressing like that, yeah. whether you want to keep doing it or not. Yeah. I think when you be, you come into a new, re- new relationship, you shouldn't be really changing any part of you for someone else. You still remain constant to yourself, I think, to some extent. Mm. Like, I feel like when you find that you are changing a lot of things for someone, then you know, you need to kind of, like, think about if that's what you really want or if you're happy with that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, changing yourself to be somebody that they want yeah, or that's accept. Yeah, because that's not maintainable. Like, that is not going to lead to a lasting relationship because you can't keep up a farce for that long. It's going to crumble at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think you really have to pick your battles when you're 
in relationships. Yeah. Uh, is it possible to like be in a relationship and be the same you that you were, like completely, completely you, the same you that you were without anybody attached to you? I don't think you'd ever be completely the same. But I meant more like dramatic changes. Yeah, I think... Mm. Because I think everybody grows. Like, you can benefit off each other as well. Like, a good change as well. Like, it's not always bad. And also, little parts of you will always change because you now are incorporating, like, another person into your routines and into just your daily life. So, like, little things will tweak. But I think you can still be authentically you and in a relationship that it's not that people are just like, oh, who are you now? You changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another good one. Mm is when a red flag is when they cheated on their last partner with you. Yeah. It's one we overlook. Because sometimes when you, um, I don't know, in some cases when you like cheat on someone with, when they stay with you, you could have just been that momentarily, momentarily thing. You may not be like a permanent thing and they stay with you for a bit and then they may realize, oh shit, what have I done? In my yeah, it could be like multiple cases, but yeah. I always see, I always see like people that were like the outside woman talking about how they got the man, and they'll feel really proud of themselves, like oh I won, like he wanted me more than he wanted his wife, he left his wife for me, but they're not thinking about the fact that you're now becoming the wife and you're going to become mm. old news, and then he'll meet some other little young Do girl, the same. And go he on, same thing to you, like happens so much, yeah, has it ever happened to get you? Shocked. No. But family member, yeah, I married her. You married her? No, no, no. <laughs> I was it's just a, it's a, no, oh. a family member. Oh, a family oh. member. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's wild. The way you get into a relationship is always the way you come out of one, and it's quite true. Yeah. It's very true. I wouldn't recommend it. I think I've been in one like that. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably have but um i see so many people doing it didn't chloe do that chloe kardashian yeah i heard yeah, about she, that she and then she, is that why she stays all the time like what is going on because yeah. when they first got together he had just had the other baby yeah with the other with the other girl the first baby mom yeah and then got with her and then she got pregnant and then he did the same thing to <laughs> her with another I just, one chloe i just i'm i don't understand Tristan must have some crazy dick, man. He really must. <laughs> he really because must. I, she has okay. She has more money than him. He's not that great looking. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like, I personally don't see it. He's okay. He's yeah, average. yeah, he's average. You yeah. could do better. Yeah. Um. What else? What are the other things? She makes more money than him. I mean, that is the father of her child, so. If, Okay, I give her that one. Cool. But, like, at this point, he's the father of everyone's child. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what it's like? <gasps> Remember when Iggy Azalea got into a relationship with that Nick guy? Basketball player. Right. <laughs> so, he had a... I think he had, like, two children with this woman. And then she... He cheated on this woman with Iggy Azalea. They were in a full-blown relationship. I think this I think the way that this woman found out was from like the media. Mm. Imagine they're together for 2 years and then he goes back to the ba- he has a baby like he has a baby with the baby mom. The other the first the baby mom, the actual baby mom and no then way. Iggy tries to stick around but then he leaves and goes back. 
Imagine that. <laughs> She's an idiot. They're all idiots. It's very, it's incestuous, isn't it, out here? Yeah. I want to know what the pull is. Like, when you have money, like, because usually I would say, in the general sense, like, women stick around because, like, the man has power or the man has money and takes care of them and the family or whatever. But, like, when you have money and, like, you are in the public eye or have power or whatever, why do you stick around? Yeah. But I mean that's kinda that kinda reminds me of like the whole thing with um Danny Lee and the baby. Oh yeah. When like he was just acting like they never had a relationship and she was just crazy and like their whole thing went down on social media and that's when she was like trying to pull out receipts showing like that they were in a full blown relationship and like them being cuddly and stuff and he kicked her out and then everybody was like, Oh she's stupid, like she shouldn't have been with him, she should have looked at his track record and just like not been involved. I feel like at the same time you can't really call somebody stupid for that because I feel like we all kind of make these mistakes and then if a man decides to completely disown us, it's not like oh we're fault for and also it's manipulation. Yeah, that's telling us yeah. stuff in private. And it was very obvious in. they were together. Yeah, it's uh, also like um, what's her face that wrote the song, baby. Baby. Oh, Summer Walker. Summer Walker. Baby Mama. That's a great song. Like she yeah, I love that song. I'm I'm listening to that at the moment at the moment. It's really good. Um what was I gonna say about it? But like surely when these women decide to have a baby with these men I don't think they decide to have I think that's what you're missing. Not decide. They don't decide. It just it probably just happens. Yeah, not like <laughs> oh they planned the pregnancy, but obviously they don't. They want... keep it. But I guess they have money, so why maybe they're not getting rid of the child for that reason? I don't know, but like, it's just like when she's writing this song, it's like she's surprised. But I'm like, why are you surprised that he's like gone? But I think because she's like, she's like, did she? She says in it like, did you fuck this bitch for real, whatever? But like, yeah. of course he goes, but he's about that life. He's. I think because when you're, it's it's easy for us to comment on it from looking outside in but when you're in the situation and this person is like being really nice to you and sweet talking you in your ear and you're doing all these things together and he's probably pulling out the the crazy ex red flag oh yeah a lot let's talk about that one too um you're you believe it and like the dick's good like he's taking you nice places yeah Yeah, like people change exactly for me this time and And then you get knocked up and it doesn't yeah you get like in this whirlwind of like you're you're in love and they were together for a while actually summer and london on the track yeah but it's like it's love bombing and like all the the classic kind of like manipulative signs of abuse like Mm. is that isn't it yeah which you can see from outside but like inside you're like i love them they're amazing can we just talk about how summer walker got her new boyfriend's name tattooed on her face i know and his boyfriend and the boyfriend's name's so average it's like larry and right there (laughs) right on her eyebrow and it's just like summer babes you've learned nothing (laughs) how old is she i don't know i need to look up how old she is (sighs) these people they're really just you know when you have like excess money, you really just be doing I mean, whatever the fuck you want. I mean, she has money to get it removed, so she. Yeah, but like, will that not hurt? Yeah, but I assume it's not gonna hurt that much worse than a face that's. Oh shit! She's twenty five. She's young. That's oh, why. Like, Stop it! She's, she's twenty. Right. She's my age. Yeah. I she's a baby. She was, I thought she was a bit older. Yeah, but. look, she's so young, and she's also got a few. She, she's got a panda face tattoo. She's so, just got hella tattoos, man. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not. 
In the end, is it surprising? No. Is it a dumb move? Yes. Will she stay with this guy? Probably not. Probably not, <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I think that's kind of like what happens in your early 20s anyways. Like, it, it's on brand for the age. You just, you just go and do dumb shit. Well, you go and get your boyfriend's love. name tattooed onto you. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like doing that for the banter. Whose name? Whose name? Exactly. I mean, like, not right now, because, you know, I'm not fucking with anyone. And also, I'm not young anymore, so like I make the old bitch better <laughs> decisions. You think about it. But sometimes so, I, mean, I think, oh, that would be quite impulsive. I mean, I thought about that. I would say, I'm married to Rashad. I could tattoo his name, but I, I just would rather not. Like, I thought about getting my baby father's ta- name tattooed onto me. Thank fuck, I did not. Oh, how long ago was this? Was it? Was, no, it was. It was, it was, was, it was, it was I think ago. if you like, yeah. get if you get a boyfriend's name tattooed on you, and you just like can't afford to get it off, you have to like just have a child and name it that, or have a pet named that, so that it's just like, oh, this is my dog's name. Or like cover get, it, like, like those cool cover ups. Yeah, <laughs> cover it. Why well, there was this girl when I was, went to sixth form? She was sixteen. She got a Playboy tattoo. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. on the lower back, yeah. So, oh. tramp stamp. <laughs> and she was like super proud of it. She loved it. I think she yeah, might have got it when she was 15, age. 16. Yeah. yeah, but but we were 17. I met her when I was 16, and I was like, why did you do that? I, th- I think everybody went, why did you do that? And obviously, then she got it covered up because. Yeah, but I know it's this a dumb girl. Decision. Though, like, talking about tattoos when I was in secondary school. This girl, I actually don't even remember her name, but she, I remember being in the in the toilets. And she came in, she was talking to one of her friends and she was saying how she had had this boyfriend and she got his name tattooed like on her vagina, like the, I don't know, right. the like, flat part of the vagina. She got it tattooed the in the mons corner. Pubis. Yeah, the mom's pubis, like in the corner. The flat name. part, mine's not flat. <laughs> the flat part, the fat part, just, the, the vagina the part. The flat part. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing flat down there. <laughs> Ooh, you're fat. And she got his name. She got his name tattooed and then they broke up and she covered it with a rose. And then she got another boyfriend and got his name tattooed and covered it with a rose. And then she's got two roses. She had, she had three roses on her vagina of boyfriends that she had broken up with and covered with roses. And then she was like, oh, she's thinking about just getting like roses down her thigh to like connect them. And I was just like, at what point do you like learn she's got to a fucking bouquet going on? Yeah, like. Is that a red flag? Stop putting men's names on your it's vagina. It's a red flag. That's wild. Imagine. <laughs> imagine the man, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. But also imagine what age we were because you finished secondary school at 16. And I was in secondary school and I wasn't finishing yet. So she was like 14, Oh, she 15, got it done 16. when she was young. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so but she kept getting more was... on top of that, though. She didn't learn her lesson. But that explains it. Like, you're young. You're just doing stupid shit. Yeah. But no God, after the second boyfriend, like, stop. <laughs> don't bring a third one. Also, don't you think it would really hurt there? Also, what do you do when yeah. you go to a tattoo artist? You just like strip off everything yeah. and lay there with like, like when you're I, like a waxing woman, just like here you go. <laughs> when I got my what's the sternum sternum tattoo done, <laughs> I had to take off my top, and he gave me like some. Oh, when they give you like, the tape, the, yeah, like the silver the, tape uh-huh. shit. So I was like lying there with like my boobs out with like tape on my. <laughs> so I imagine it's like that with like. Yeah, little, but like, think how much tits tits <laughs> Yeah, like some oh, modesty tape. Some modesty tape. But the cr- the crazy ex one happens so much when the man's like, "My ex is so crazy," or like the ex is calling off his phone. It's like, oh yeah, it's just my crazy ex. You know. Like, also, why are they calling off your phone? 
and you're because all, like, she's talking. the crazy ex. Yeah, or, like the ex. Because yeah, the no, crazy ex can't leave like, you alone. They're just like she's crazy. She, she just can't get over me. But you're like. still talking to her and entertaining her somehow. Because when you're young, you fall for that shit. Like I as a woman would not now, but. No, that's definitely. Me when I was younger and like yeah. relationships, if they just tell me that their ex was crazy, I'm just like, oh, okay, fair, makes sense. And then like when we're breaking up, I remember I had this relationship, and like he would always say that his exes were like really insecure and really crazy, and like wouldn't leave him alone, blah blah blah. He made all the excuses, and I was like, oh no, like you poor, you poor baby, you're gonna stop by your crazy exes. And then when I was in the process of becoming his ex like when the relationship was falling apart i started like hearing him talking about me saying like oh my god i broke up with her because she's so crazy like she would always be doing this and that and i was just like oh so this is how your exes were crazy they're crazy the same way i'm crazy because you are fucking delusional they just like gaslight you yeah or not even that they yeah they do things to make you do crazy things yeah exactly yeah i mean then it looks bad on you yeah you have like a completely normal response to like him cheating on you and he's just like oh my god she's crazy like and then everybody sees it as that and then it's always like angry black woman and you just get classed as that because Mm. you're acting like it and it's never what did you do to provoke her it's always like oh no i feel like though do young people still go through that kind of thing because i feel like there's a lot more awareness about how you're supposed to be treated by a partner and manipulation techniques and... no i still feel like yeah it i feel like people are still getting that to them really it depends also what kind of guys you know also and it also depends mm. on like how much you are educated about it because you might not have like open conversation and be able to know like signs there are people that are just naive that don't that get like sheltered and then get let onto the world and they get taken advantage of all the time that's why i just think to myself you know what your 20s are not the best years because you have to go through so much shit and learn so much shit and it includes like falling for people's lies and having people manipulate you and thinking red flags are yellow flags and (laughs) and just like ignoring all these things when like don't know and now like not being in my 20s i'm like well i would never do that anymore like do people still do that shit but obviously they do even from like your mid-20s to your early 20s there's so many things you do so many yes that's very true like 20 when you're 20 21 then when you're like 25 26 27 28 i feel like they're very different i've like changed loads in that time in terms of like identifying even red flags and stuff like that as well i know what to kind of look for um and being able to say no. But yeah, I had an experience of like a kind of a red flag this weekend. So when a guy literally just pays in cash all the time. Ooh. Because that may indicate. They're well, up to illegal activity. His, his, his exact words, he is, is a trick of the all trades. Or when they go, I'm a businessman. And have two, and they had two phones. Oh, I mean, the two phones is like uh, yeah. the giveaway. Yeah, I, I know. And it kept going. He was like, oh, that's the other was phone. Was one a burner phone? One was like an Android. Like a, I don't even know what <laughs> brand Android yeah. type of shit. And then a normal iPhone. But it's like, I didn't know this until the date. So like for me, like any red flag for me is like anybody that's kind of had been in prison. Like if maybe if you've done some things like 
whatever, and you've had like a past, I can probably maybe get over it. But I just like the thought that that is someone being in prison. Yeah. I mean, obviously people can come out and do better for themselves, but I'd need like proof of that first. Like not like they're just fresh out of jail and I have to deal with this new you. (laughs) You don't want to be the women that like rip the letter and just get married. (laughs) Get married in the You don't want a fresh out of jail situation. But how fresh is fresh? Like, give me a time frame. Like, a year out of jail? A year out of jail is, like, you can obviously do, like, if you've had some, like, if I could somehow see some growth in that year. I think it depends how long you were in jail also. Because yeah. if you were in jail for, like, 25 years and you've been up for a year, <laughs> that is not going to help you out. No, but I mean, like, like someone at my age. So, obviously, I'm 25. Someone's not, obviously, been in prison for that long. And it depends what for. I just like my life to be kind of just, like, not risk-free, but I don't have to worry about that shit. You know, the money be nice, you may get some nice things, mm. do you know what I mean? To the perks, there are perks. Yeah, but then you know, you might become like El Chapo's wife and have to be like, I did not know my husband was doing this, I didn't see anything. There are benefits to that though. <laughs> and then, she got to live a nice life. Yeah, but Some not... people say like, would you rather be crying in your mansion than to be crying in like... In your like, trailer. In your trailer, <laughs> whatever, wherever you live. That's a good that's question, not... what is the answer for you? It's hard, but like money's never been something like I need in a person. I feel like more money, more problems. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is true. And it's like, I haven't really, like, obviously you get some people that are lucky, but like most women I know that have been with men with lots of money, there's it's never been great. Straightforward, yeah. Or straightforward or like... It's usually some kind of abuse and like manipulation going on. And also, most people like, I know men and that have money men. boyfriends that have a lot of money, they are drug dealers. I don't know many people with boyfriends that actually make legit money that have a lot of money, by the way. Like, not just, like, an average job. Like, a lot of people I know that... Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, I, I don't even know many people who've even got boyfriends from, like, well-off backgrounds either. Just, like, that's been normally the case. And normally it hasn't ended... Well, I'm not saying it's one sh- um, one shoe fits all, but, like, it's just how I've seen it, like, a lot I think they have that power. I feel like they just or that it just comes with like other complications. Like when you have money, you have access to more things that are harder to shy away from, like drugs or like women and women, yeah. other or men or whatever they want to do. Like if you have more money, everything is more accessible to you, and so then you don't you can get whatever you want whenever you want it, yeah. and that usually gets you fucked up it's like having an nba player boyfriend like usually athletes like when they make loads of money they're fucking around yeah like not i'm not saying all of them but like usually yeah yeah same with i don't know musicians musicians, actors Mm -hmm. creatives like bankers like fucking bankers are out taking cocaine off the toilet seat and hiring dominatrix and like, or like yeah. having women as slaves and like keeping them in their apartment and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like, is what it is. But that's like how I was telling you guys when I was in the bus coming back from the hospital and the guy was in the bus and he was like selling drugs on the phone. I didn't care. Like he was literally on the phone talking so loudly and he was just like, I can get what get whatever you want for a thousand pound. Like just tell me what you want. I'll get it for you. I was just with my cousin. He's like in a gang. He runs all these blocks. He like sells crack. And he's like talking really loudly. And then he was just like, oh, you know, I don't, um, I don't, like to have um Apple phones because the police can like hear mm. you. And I'm literally mm. in the bus thinking like, bro, I know everything about you. And I like, 
have been sitting in a bus with you. So I don't think the police are going to need to track your phone when you're literally in the bus <sighs> screaming about selling crack. Like, I don't yeah. think it's that difficult. But I feel like there's all that, all those complications to think about too, about like mm. drug dealers, because you have to do, you have to like think about police involvement. You have to think about like gang rivalries. You have to think about all these things. And I don't think I would want to live like my life in fear that your enemy might come and try to kill me to get back at you. And also, like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, yeah, but like having some experience in that field, like that life is actually not that fun. Like they're always on the road. They don't have stable hours. They're out all the fucking time. You don't know where they are. Sometimes they're not answering their phones. Their phone's off. They have to change their number all the time. They're always on also, the run. Like it's long. To sleep with their drug dealers to get drugs. Like, and that women are always offering that. Yeah, or women. They've always got like a girl in the car with them when they're like out shotting like do you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. just it, it doesn't and they're always watching their back they're always paranoid they're always changing their car they're always like just paranoid paranoid and it's it's, yeah. it's not fun they've yeah. always got some type of weapon on them like long yeah that life's not for me fuck all of that shit <laughs> but the perks but the perks which yeah if you, maybe what about a fraud term, man i think it's just as bad it's a little bit less. I don't bait. know how that works. I don't really get how it works either. But they have to do some like I mean, tapping fraud, into something. Yeah, and like it also works out bad because like all the things I've watched about people that are into fraud, they will have like all these bank accounts, but then when they get caught, everything gets frozen, and you are left up shit's creek because you can't access any of the accounts. They're in prison, and what do you do? I'm not talking about fraud on that scale. I don't think. I don't think. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how fraud works. But, but I mean, I know people, I know, I know a boy that um, him and his girlfriend used to do credit card fraud. Mm. And the girlfriend actually went to, to jail for it, but she didn't turn him in. She like said it was just her. Um, I went to prison. But what? that's <laughs> but real life they shit. just used to like, um, when people, <laughs> when you're like working in a restaurant and people go to pay, they just used to copy the information from the card, like run the card, give it back to the person, mm. but then you can do whatever you want with the card information once you have like all the details. Yeah. And that's how they used to do it. And he said it was really easy. Like nobody really checks. It's easy until you get caught. Yeah. And then your girlfriend's yeah. in jail saying that it was just her. Yeah, but she's dumb. Yeah. That's so never dumb. go in prison for your man. No. Don't be that ride or die bitch. Come on. Like Because he'd probably be cheating on the outside. Cheating on the outside, but would he do the same for you? Cheating no. he's probably just gonna like break up with you, he just ghost you the whole time you're in jail, you're just there thinking about him, like He chose you because you're weak. <laughs> and you would do something like that. Fuck that no. shit. And any man that asks you if you would do that for him is a major red flag. Any man that's, that's like, would you take the rap flag. for me? Fuck no. no. If he asks you to hold drugs for him in your house, in your garden, wherever, say no, that's a red flag. Okay. I used to know a guy that used to pay a girl to hold his drugs for him in, in her uni accommodation. No, that's just... And obviously, like, we're so... And I used to be like, I wouldn't do that. I was like, I want the money. (laughs) But he was like, I don't trust you with it. And I was like, fair enough. Was it good money? I think he paid her, like... I don't know. It was, like, a good amount of money at the time. I was a student. I was like, money is money, like... Sounds lit. It's (laughs) funny, like... Yeah. The thing I'm just like, shit, imagine if she has her, like, her room inspections and they find it. Exactly, that's why it's like so holes. risky because you... But hopefully she's clever and she doesn't just like put it in a box under her this bed. This was obviously <laughs> time ago. I don't really know what the situation is now. Doubt it. 
Um, hopefully not. Hopefully we're past these times. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine you have to, like... I mean, a lot of men must do that, ask women to hold stuff. Yeah, Because obviously it's a better way for them to just... Yeah, 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 definitely. And I'm sure there are women that do it for free, just, like, you know, because they like them or think that they... Or, like, put the drugs or the money in, like, the car seat of a child and, like, just dumb shit like that. Or even women that, like... um be like drug mules that like swallow it mm. and shit like that's crazy that's wild imagine somebody coming to you with like a little balloon of drugs and be like swallow this and get on the airplane although i think that people who do that are like forced to do it like well, swallow of, yeah but like some of them but some people just choose opt to do it for the money what i yeah but usually that's like in a suitcase like they make a secret compartment well yeah in the suitcase. but i just mean like being a mule in general like i did't mean the swallowing part that's the crazy part but i mean you... like in general just imagine having... someone's like i will give you a million pounds babes i will give you a million pounds not bayesian dollars <laughs> whole <laughs> pounds the queen's pounds and all you have to do <laughs> is take the suitcase put your clothes in it and go through security from Barbados to England. I just really don't think I'd be able to do it. I, like, I think I'd sell myself out because I'd be way too fucking nervous. Like, I don't think I'd be able to do it. Maybe in COVID times because they don't really be checking, but like. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to be flying though. But so this is going to go in your hold, you right? It's not going to be going through the. No, security. I think it would go through. It would go through chat. Yeah, we're going like to the whole thing to check it. Look in your in your hand luggage. Yeah, I know, but you can't like if you taking what you're saying drugs through. No, because usually if you're a drug mill and you do it in a suitcase, it will go into the check the checked bit. It won't yeah. go in your hold, yeah. and then it would come out the other side, and then you it's like a guessing game as to whether they've seen it in there or not. But I think it's pretty obvious if there's a fucking bag of cocaine. No, because they don't do it like that. They you like don't do it as a bag. Thing. You do it in like things. Or you like packets. Like sometimes they hide it in like. They'll cut out the inside of like a teddy yeah. bear and shove it in there, or like, oh, or the right. lining of a suitcase, or some like it's yeah. not just like blocks of drugs. <laughs> oh, in... they disguise it. And just <laughs> I, I'm or obviously. Like, not I, I watch like a lot of the TSA, the TSA things on YouTube, and they're like searching bags, and like, you'll see them cut open footballs, and like the football just packs. But how do they find that? I don't know. Through the scan? No. no, they wouldn't be able to see that through the scan. I think that's like if the luggage is suspicious or like certain countries it's coming from they're obviously more suspicious than others mm. so like they just check more but I'm like what if I didn't have drugs and you cut open my fucking football and like there was nothing in it Are you they normally do the sorry? swab don't they they do like the swab yeah and they'll your... get the dogs and stuff before yeah I mean mine always gets taken to the side and there's nothing wrong with it all the time I think the TSA things are funny though because they like be looking for meat and shit like meat and spices oh right not there's nothing to declare yeah <laughs> I've never been pulled up in one of those Neither. Have you? No, I haven't. No. Does anyone but, ever get um, pulled up? Yeah, my grandfather actually did, and he was old actually at the time. He was like probably seventies, and he was going back to Trinidad from Barbados, and they stopped him because they said that his watch looked suspicious, and they stopped him and basically were like they wanted to pick apart the watch to see if it was a bomb, and I was just like, why would my grandfather be like, carrying a bomb on a plane? To yeah, Trinidad? that just sounds like some crazy Caribbean thing. <laughs> I don't like, know what's they have too much but, like, time. Mommy was so annoyed. She was just like, he is seventy, however much. Like, why would he? Okay. And they just checked, and the watch was not a bomb. And then they were like, "Sorry, bro." Obviously, the watch wasn't. Sorry, a bomb. bro, your watch is fucked up. But have a good flight. <laughs> I would be. Sh- I would literally be shitting myself if that if I 
went ahead with that. Like, imagine how fucking scary. When I was coming here, actually, I didn't, I didn't take off my shoes, maybe, or something I didn't do, right? And I was putting everything on the little belt that it goes through. And I was walking past to the other end, and the mom was like, excuse me, he was calling me back, and I was like, oh, fuck, what are you doing? And they're thinking through my head, like, did I leave a knife in my bag? Did I, mm-hmm. and like, all these hypothetical things I obviously did not do, but I'm just like, scared of shit. And then he just called me back, and I was like, you have to take off your shoes. Or like my belt or something, and I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." Were you hiding something in your bag? I I had my biopsy slides, which I was really scared about because I didn't know if that's like you were allowed to take it. Yeah, because that's like an I organ. Don't know. Yeah, it's like well, body it's part of the in human my bag. body, and it was like in my it was in my hand luggage. Like I just had it on my back in my backpack, and I was just like, "Please God, don't let them look through it," because it said literally, it said like. um what was it like the hazard the hazard thing and mm. it had like the little triangle with the exclamation mark and it was red i remember you came and you had and to put it in the fridge yeah i had to put it in the fridge and oh I just, yeah just had it in the little refrigerated part of my backpack and i'm walking through the airport like ah my Part's cervix, my cervix is in my bag <laughs> oh my god yeah. <laughs> but no one checked it was fine i'm glad i'm good i'm happy for you babes you know i was just smuggling organs and you're here, and you're can- hopefully cancer-free. We find out in a minute, innit? This is the only result I'm accepting. If they say no, I'm just going to be at your lane. Don't know who you're talking to right now. Not me. Call me back when you have my results. Are you going to have your test here, and then go back and get the results? Yeah, basically. But um, I think I might actually see the results before I leave, because they upload them onto the app, on the hospital app. So you can actually look at them and see what they say before they call you to explain it. Oh, uh, so you could just so give I'm it like, to my maybe mom. Maybe I can see, yeah. But I, I keep, I need to like have a social media break because after all this cervical cancer awareness this week and stuff, like I have been followed by a lot more people that have cervical cancer, and I feel like the more people I see, are the more people I see say like, "Oh, I'm in remission," and then they come back and be like, "I have two months to live," and I'm just like, "What the uh, fuck?" And it's like fuck. making me go down a rabbit hole of being like, "Oh my god, what if I get told I'm in remission, go back to Barbados?" Can't get the check, and then yeah, but I you have to back. come back here for the check. Yeah, obviously I have to come back here for the checks, but I just mean like, what if in that time between yeah. me being there and me coming back? Because I was literally just reading about this woman that on Christmas Eve got told she was in remission, and today is what the twenty third of January. She got told she has months to live. Like literally, but what was has happening for her? She was having pain or what? Yeah, she had like symptoms, so they would rechecked her. And that's when they saw that it was like spread into bones and whatever else okay. it spreads into. And that oh. just really freaked me out. And I was just looking through her Instagram and she's like posting pictures with her loved ones. And she's just like, I'm so glad I got to share life with you. And she's like fully preparing to die oh and gosh. writing basically goodbye letters on her Instagram. And I had to leave. I was just like, I can't look at this. And then I was like Googling what are the like survival rates for like different stages of cancer. And then I just didn't even look. I was like, I don't want to know. I can't because I'm freaking myself out. Mm. But it's just like a reoccurring thing of like, Yes, there are survivors and I'll see survivor stories, but then I also see so many people speaking about like relapses and I'm like, I can't do this again. Like I literally, well, obviously I would have to if I had to, but I don't want to do this again. I don't want to think about having to do this again. Do you feel like you have to prepare yourself yeah, and I feel like relapse. that makes me feel really bad because I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm like manifesting this into the yeah. atmosphere by thinking about it so much. But then also I need to be realistic yeah, that yeah. it could happen. And knowing that like, I keep seeing like, how um, my oncologist was like, oh, for the next five years, your survival rate is 70%. I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? Five years is, 
is what like I'm not even 30 yet in five years so does that mean that I could be dead even if I don't have the relapse like how people are having them fast I think that's what it means though it means in five years there's 70% chance that you can relapse right right no, 70% chance that I, I won't, won't fr- relapse. Yeah, that I won't relapse. Yeah. And I'm just, but it just freaks me out because I feel like I see it so often with people relapsing. I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean for me? I know, but you need to somehow, like like you said, have a detox and you can't compare someone else's journey to yours. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to separate it now. Like separate my Instagram from like the new page that I started that is more dealing with like women's issues and cancer. I'm like, okay, they can follow that page and I can connect with them there where I can actually go and like mm. prepare myself for it rather than it just popping up on my personal Instagram because I can't deal with that like on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes... just needs to be the last thing on my mind because it freaks me the fuck out. Maybe come off of social media for this that's last what, week. That's, that's literally here. what I'm doing. Like I said that I'm just going to like post and say that I'm taking like a social media break, sign out from yeah. Instagram so that I just like can't look and just have a break from it because I can't I can't deal with it especially now that it's the awareness week I knew that that week was going to trigger me regardless because everybody's talking about their stories and asking me to share mine and thinking about it it's like too fresh for me to be distant from it and just tell it like a story that was in the past because I'm yeah. not out of it yet You're still living mm. it yeah so I knew it was going to be like traumatic for me so now that it's like going on and stuff I'm just like yeah I'm going to take a break just regroup get out of it i want to at least enjoy it before my results come back because i don't want to be there like having anxiety attacks about having the scan thinking like what if it's not good i just want to manifest that it will be good i won't relapse and i'll be fine amen and we're gonna manifest that yes we're gonna write that down 33 times for 33 days Apparently, there's that's the truth. Oh, is that what you do? I don't really, I don't like, really know. Specific. Three, 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 and five, five, five. They're okay. the, the manifesting tricks. Okay. Anyway, on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hit us with any topics you want us to discuss on Tina Spliff on Instagram and Twitter, and all that good stuff. And we'll keep you updated on uh, Giles' last appointment. Also, stay on the lookout for like more fun polls that we might do in the future. We loved all the responses. Yeah, we're going to have to do more of those. I yeah. think they're great. So we'll see more of those to come as well. But yeah, peace out. Ta-ta, darlings. Bye. Bye. Bye.